0: Hello, and welcome to our podcast, What Makes Them Tip Innovations That Changed Everything, where we hear from business leaders and entrepreneurs about the moment, insight, or inspiration that made everything possible and ultimately pushed them over the tipping point. I'm Mike Strada, founder and CEO of Arcalea, where we inspire business change by introducing data science, formal analytics, and provide implementation for marketing. Moneyball for growth oriented businesses. We say success is now a science. Stay with us, and at the end of the show, we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest growing podcasts in the industry. And with that, let's get started.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of What Makes Them Tip, innovations that changed everything. I am Jeff and I am extremely grateful to have this opportunity to be with you again and to talk to people about their entrepreneurial success. And today we're going to talk to a COO of a company who's fully ready to hold you accountable. Please welcome the founder and COO of Fully Accountable, Rachel Scava. Hey Jeff, thanks for
2: having me on today.
1: No, I'm super glad to have you. It's great. I just found out that you are literally down the road from me. We could have probably, you know, yelled this conversation to each other. And it's
2: a little cold to be outside right now. It is.
1: You're right. Oh, that,
2: yeah, that's so crazy.
1: Probably less than 10 minutes. Yep. Yep. So you're, you're in Akron and you're with Fully Accountable. Tell our listeners what Fully Accountable does. Totally.
2: So Fully Accountable is a complete accounting and finance department for small to medium-sized e-commerce and digitally-based businesses. So everything from real-time reporting that help you, this business owner, entrepreneur, run your business more objectively with the numbers.
1: Awesome. So, and that's, and that's the part a lot of people would love to answer. I know I run, uh, I mean, in addition to a lot of the stuff that I do, I'm running my own little small business. It's literally just me, (laughs) but so you're not looking (laughs) for uh, my business probably, but uh, I I would, that's the part I hate, right? Is keeping track of the accounting. I can't even imagine for something like e-commerce or something as large as that. So tell them exactly like what you guys can do to make their lives easier.
2: Yeah. So our goal is to treat your company as if we're the accounting department inside of it. So we're running daily reports, snapshots, APIs, uh, definitely benchmark heavy reporting so that you can see not only how you're doing, uh, but where your growth and scale areas are as well. So it's nice to know that there's more money in the bank account, but how can we make that money more? How can we make that profit margin a little bit bigger? Uh, so our goal is to always be looking at everything and helping you strategize for a very holistic approach of your business. So you know where, what can we do with the marketing? Is your labor in line with where it should be? Um, those are the types of reports and conversations we're having with our clients every day, not just delivering uh, monthly P and L every other month.
1: Right. And so is that what you mean by you guys basically, uh, on your website say so you go beyond basic bookkeeping? Uh, yeah. how important is that to the clients that you have now?
2: Well, it's, you know, the thing is, it's really important because I think a lot of entrepreneurs, and especially when you're starting out, it's like, is there more money in the bank account this month than there was last month? And you check the box. Yes, there is. Um, and that would be kind of your basic bookkeeping. We're actually looking at what's the cash going to look like in three months and six months. And what happens if we invest in the marketing of your company, or what if we actually overhire so we can overproduce some stuff? Can we actually grow the margin quicker? Uh, so we're running constant modules on how we can keep growing your business with you, uh, so that you can scale a lot quicker.
1: Awesome. Cool. And so how long have you guys been doing, uh, fully accountable?
2: Yeah. So we started fully in 2014, about halfway through the year. Um, We had originally just been doing bookkeeping for anybody. uh, And then we kind of found our niche was making sure that we were doing this more real-time reporting that I was just talking about. Uh, And then we really niched down specifically to the e-commerce and digital space uh, to help them grow. So we have a real expertise in that area.
1: Awesome. And how, how would you say uh, that you guys have, Innovated throughout the years. Um, so obviously, you know it doesn't all. You obviously have made some changes. You found some opportunities to kind of you know turn and and find those niches. What are some ways that you guys have innovated to make this process easier for your clients?
2: Yeah. So the big innovating that we did was actually making the reports more user friendly for the end user. So one thing that we've always found is that accountants tend to make reports for themselves. The reports aren't for us. They're for you guys, the entrepreneur, the business owner. So that would probably be the biggest pivot that we did. How can we show you your numbers in a way that are both most, most useful for you? Um, mm. Two is that we don't ever just stop with a report. So there's always an analysis. There's always the ability to get on a phone call and strategize. Um, we're always gonna help you with relationships wherever it may be. Um, and that's something we're always working to innovate every single day. So how can we make the experience here feel just like you have an accounting department inside your office?
1: And how do you guys approach your market?
2: Yeah, so all sorts. Uh, So we do a lot of paid search. Um, We do a lot of events. Um, You know, we still do the old cold calling, cold emailing, you know, the typical sales tactics that just are tried and true. So we had a little bit of all of it.
1: Are are there any any strategies that you're using uh, now that you or or, or were using at the beginning and or are using now that are different? Like yes. as, you, as you've grown?
2: Totally. So um, our biggest source of new clients was definitely going to events. That's obviously stopped over the past <laughs> sure. year. Um, so we run a hybrid model of our team. So uh, about 70% of our team already had been working remotely for the last six years. Um, so we turned that model had actually hired salespeople um, as opposed to everybody being in our office there throughout the US as well. And that's given us more broader scope of just be able to do the more grassroots uh marketing and or sales that we were doing when people all came to an event uh just regularly throughout the month
1: that's awesome and you you helped found this right you you found it when uh you know taking a look at some of your linkedin accolades and i noticed that you uh initially started out um you have a a a juris doctorate right in uh, law tell me how you go from uh a law degree to becoming the COO of a, of a company like this?
2: Totally. So our, uh, the main founder, Vinny Fisher, our CEO, um, I was actually his law clerk when I was in, uh, law school. So Uh uh, he had a couple other businesses that they had an exit on. And, um, I was able to serve as their attorney for those couple years. Um, and that was really awesome. We kind of came to the end of the road and he was starting fully accountable with another one of our, uh, partners, Chris Giorgio. And uh, definitely underqualified at the time to be a COO, but I was like pitching myself like I've got this. I'm your girl. Um, I had realized very quickly when I was working with him. Um, it was very cool to work for one company, but I didn't feel like I was giving the impact that I could uh, with my specific skill sets by just representing a company or a couple companies at a time. Right now, we have hundreds of companies, and I feel like the work I'm doing each day, while not legal related. Um, I'm impacting a lot more people in a much greater scale. And that's what I wanted to do. That's kind of what my tip was, was I didn't want to just be working one case at a time. I wanted to be impacting as many people as I could. So as many people could be successful as they could. Um, and I just saw it as a great opportunity to be able to do that. So I threw my hat in the ring and we built it from the ground up.
1: Awesome. Tell me about those early days as far as like, uh, what it's like trying to, trying to build a company like, uh, especially that does accounting, like from the start.
2: Yeah. And so we're a complete people-based business, right? So we have people that do all of the work. So, I mean, the hardest thing that we had to do was actually put what we preach to our clients into practice for us from day one. So you have to be watching your caps. You have to be looking three, six months out and budgeting and forecasting and putting the dollars in the right bucket that are going to help you grow. Because at the end of the day, we've got to make payroll each time. So how can we keep generating sales through marketing? And for us, it was going to events at the time uh, so that we could keep it growing. And uh, there was a point in 2016, 2017 that we started to niche down and really get focused. And we've seen exponential growth since then. Um, but those first couple of years are tough, right? Like you work a couple 12, 13 hour days, you work through the weekends, but it totally pays off in the end.
1: Yeah. And you so you talk about events, like what kind of events do you guys go to market at?
2: Yeah. So typically it'll be digital marketing events. Um, we'll go to a lot of e-commerce heavy events, anywhere where our client would be the person attending the event. So it is mm. funny. We usually stand out. There's not usually a lot of accounting firms at events, um, but it definitely gives us an upper hand um,
1: sure. so
2: an accounting department company there with real, no competition.
1: Yeah. What's, so what's, what's your approach when you guys, uh come to an event like that. Like how is you how are you making uh making yourself out there? Like you say, you're you're one of the only, maybe one of the only accountant groups that's there. Uh what what brings people to your booth?
2: Well one thing that we've learned over time is a lot of uh entrepreneurs, business owners are a sales and marketing person, right? And so our main thing is you should be focused on sales and marketing and let us take the couple hours a week you or your wife or husband do on the accounting off your plate, because that's where we're the expert. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the focus really is, we'll give you your time back, uh, which, the you know, whatever your package that you're subscribing to with us, you'll earn more than that by making this into a profit center, because you'll get time back for sales and marketing, and your books are being done correctly on a timely basis. So it's really a win for everyone.
1: Yeah. And so your approach since the pandemic kind of shut down some of those opportunities, yeah. you said was to hire some some sales folks. Yeah. and. And how, how are you, how, how are you finding that that's working now since the, since this is the kind of the new normal?
2: Yeah. Um, Our sales team's done great. Um, I have nothing but great things to say about them, but it's made us try new things that we haven't tried before. Um, So we're finding a lot of success in email right now. Um, Not so much success in phone calls. So um, because of that, we just put more time and energy into emails than we do into phone calls. And we'll take a look at that again in another month or two and see what's working, what emails work. And then we'll just go back to the drawing board on the next thing.
1: And do you think that uh, once things are, let's, let's hope they return to somewhat normal and we're going to trade shows again. uh, Do you feel like you've learned some strategies that you will continue to do even, even when you are able to get to trade shows?
2: Totally. I think the one thing that's been different for us that we don't get at trade shows is. You get to see us, you get to meet us. There's a tangible report. You get to read. It is different when you're seeing everything uh, through email or on zoom. And so I think there's an added personal touch, to all of that, um, that makes that sale a little bit, uh, I don't know the easier, but the end user feels a little more comfortable with. Um, So I definitely see that still being a route we take for uh, sales and growth.
1: Yeah. So, uh, as, so you guys have been doing this for a little while now. If you were able to go back to that, that young uh, COO who was kind of jumping into this with both feet, if you, if you could give her some advice <laughs> uh, and, and therefore listeners who might be in the, the same boat that you were, what advice would you probably give that uh, your younger self as you're getting started?
2: I would probably say um, the best advice I would give back to myself is not to be so hard on myself. I was always feeling like everything needed to be perfect. Like if we were going to do a client report, it needed to be perfect. If we were going to sell something, it needed to be perfect. Like version one is better than version nine, right? So let's get something out there. Let's get feedback. Um, Let's see what people like. Because there were even times where I was convinced somebody would like something. And then they were like, yeah, I don't care about that at all. Like You could just have kept that very little report you gave me and I was way happier. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was not being so hard on myself for perfection. Um, and I think it would have given myself a little bit more grace to test some things early on.
1: Being willing to make some mistakes because that's how you learn, right?
2: Totally. And I even think about, you know, if somebody that's starting, like they would rather have their product or their marketing campaign perfect before they launch, like nobody will remember that old crappy first campaign, as long as you're really <laughs> innovating, like get it live and try to sell something is way more important. Than a
1: perfect campaign. Yeah. And then how, how do you continually innovate? Like, I mean, do, is there ever a point where you think, I mean, there's probably, I mean, I know the answer is probably no, but um, you know, there's never going to be a point probably where you feel like, oh, we did it. This is it. We've, we've, mm-hmm. we, we're at this point. So how do you keep going? Like, what do you, what motivates you to keep finding better ways to do things? Yeah.
2: Our one thing we've really started in on the past six months is surveying our clients. So what are they liking? What else would they like to see? Um, and then on the flip side of that, we do a lot of surveying with our team members as well. Like, what are you liking? What do you think is driving the most value? And what we are finding is what our team thinks we could be providing to the clients and where clients think we could be doing something else, whether they want it or not are typically pretty aligned. Um, so just constantly getting those reviews and surveys have been massively helpful for us. Um, yeah. And it gives us some ideas of what to do. So Um, You don't do all of them, but you get a couple good ones and it's, you know, game changer.
1: Yeah. Now you guys were recognized on the Inc. 5000, um, which, uh, you know, goes to companies that are showing extremely, you know, high or fast growth. What do you think was maybe a tipping point for you guys for some of that quick growth that you've experienced?
2: Yeah, I think part of it was that we figured out our offering. And so we've been able to be very clear on what we do. Um, and people understand it would be number one. Number two is we deliver a very consistent experience regardless of what staff accountant or CFO you're with. Um, and so people feel a lot of comfort, um, that they have to switch from Jeff to Rachel for some reason that they're going to get the same experience. Mm. Uh, so we've seen a lot of good, uh, growth just from that all around.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, keeping your, your clientele happy, right. It's like huge. Um, is part of that keeping uh, your employees the same way? How, what's your employee culture like there? Yeah.
2: So we, like I mentioned a little bit ago, so we have a hybrid culture. We've got about 70% of the people at home, 30% um, are in a corporate office. Uh, so we've been embracing this whole virtual work-life balance experience since about two thousand, early 2016. Mm. Uh, so the nice thing for us is our team didn't feel a lot of upheaval from everybody having to go and work from home because most of them were already doing it or um, had experience doing it. So that was great. Um, But we do so many things to make the people that work from home feel like they're in the office. And our goal is to continually keep doing those so that we don't have that disconnect. So we have live retreat, again, when we could, but we have a live retreat each year with the team. Everybody's flown in for the Christmas party. We've got Slack channels that are dedicated to various different topics that people are interested in. Um, book clubs. Uh, everybody uses camera for Zoom meetings. Just little mm. personal touches that you can do uh, throughout the day, week, month that remind people that we're all human have made such an impact for us. Yeah.
1: Now, you guys offer uh, a couple of books, right, for um, uh, potential new customers. Tell me about that.
2: Yeah. Um, so we've got two books. Uh, the first one's called "The CEO's Mindset." That would be great for anybody who's starting out or in their first year or two. Well, it's really good for anybody, but for anybody that's really looking for um, some guideposts and steps uh, to being an entrepreneur, the CEO's Mindset is going to be a home run book. Uh, Our second book is called False Profits. It's more of a accounting and analytical approach to your business and how you can really measure success objectively Um, and we're offering those to any of your, uh, podcast listeners. Um, and I'll go ahead and send you the link that they can opt into afterwards. They send in their address and we'll mail them out both the books. All
1: right. And we'll try to put those in the, in the show notes to make sure that people can check it out. Um, but if people want to find out more about what you guys offer and what you're doing, how can they find you?
2: Yeah, just go ahead and find us at fullyaccountable.com. Uh, My email is Rachel at fullyaccountable.com, or you can reach out to we care at fullyaccountable.com as well to talk to one of our uh, account executives.
1: Awesome. So uh, would you say there's, uh, was there any other innovations that you wanted to share before we uh, wrap the show or share about how your company has succeeded?
2: Well, um, so I would say one thing that our company has done to help them succeed is just keep going and just keep trying. And I would encourage Anybody, regardless of where they are, to just keep trying um, and you will get there. Uh, we are offering a free accounting department review as well. So anybody that has an accounting department, we're happy to take a look at it for you, um, give you any little tips that we see. And then if it's a good fit and you're interested, we can talk about services from there.
1: That's great. What's involved in that uh, that review? Like, what would you guys do?
2: Yeah, we'll take a look at your current accounting software, QuickBooks, Zero, whatever it may be. Um, and we'll kind of go through, tell you, you know, what's, what's working in here. What's not where we see as points of opportunity. Um, if there's anything we're like, Hey, this is not good. We'll give you those as well. And it comes in a nice little package report for you. Um, there'll be actionable steps so that you could go take them yourself or you always have the opportunity to hire one of us to do it as well.
1: Yeah. And you guys seem to focus a lot on e-commerce, but are, are other businesses part of your clientele as well?
2: If anybody that has a digital presence would okay. That category. Yep.
1: All right. And what 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 are the differences? Do you think that those e-commerce businesses run into when it comes to accounting that other businesses may not uh, may not ex- encounter, and that they would need to find uh, your help?
2: Yeah, the biggest uh, two things are the biggest. Uh, first one would be the way that they process money um, and making sure you really understand what your true sales numbers are. Um, because of the uniqueness of how you process online. The second one would be because of the wide array of advertising, Google, Facebook, Pinterest, Snapchat, all of those now um, are different than the typical traditional uh, marketing expenses. And so there is a way that you could do those that'll be both beneficial for you as you grow your company. uh, And then also tax ways as well.
1: Awesome. And so that's something specific, you know, that they, uh, those types of businesses might run into and, and you guys can help them out. Exactly. That's great. I want to thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing uh, so much about what you guys are doing over there. It sounds like a great opportunity to take some of the uh, more um, difficult tasks, or a lot of people who get into this business, maybe they know how to sell, they know how to do you know, the day-to-day, but man, when it comes to the the taxes and the money, and it's like, Where does that go? And how do I pay folks? Uh, You guys can can really give them some relief. So uh, I wish you the best of luck and thanks for being with us. And we thank you, as always, for listening to what makes them tip innovations that change everything. Please join us again next time.
0: Thank you for listening to our show. What makes them tip innovations that changed everything. If you're an entrepreneurial leader and you'd like to share the inspiration that changed everything in your business or venture, please visit Arkelea.com guest and a small request. If you've liked this interview, please help us out by sharing this episode with a friend or on social with the hashtag arcalea. You can also help us out right now by providing a review in your podcast player. And a thumbs up or rating review would help a ton. We promise to read every word and it helps us improve a little bit each day. And while you're at it, please also subscribe because every week you're going to be inspired and learn from other leaders in bite-sized increments. Again, my name is Mike Strada. Let's connect either on social or stay up to date on all things business at arcalea.com. Thanks again for listening. And thank you for being part of the over 99% of America's firms that make up the entrepreneurial community. Until next time.